Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Hacker Public Radio, I'm Nido Media and I'm here to tell you something about my recording gear. I'm not a professional with microphones in by any means, I'm just a, a hobbyist like most of us. And I got my, myself this setup because I wanted to make a better sounding recordings than did I with, with my $5 headset. I actually recorded two songs with it and it actually worked. So if you try want to record but you don't have a proper microphone, just use your headset. It'll work. So I went looking for a microphone. I went for a normal uh, analog microphone instead of a USB microphone because I also have some other analog equipment which I wanted to record as well. And the USB microphone registers as a USB sound card. So it will give you problems if you try to record it together with uh, another sound source. Because they both have a different clock. So I went uh, looking for advice uh, on buying a studio microphone. And the short of it was get the Shure SM58 or SM57. Or otherwise you get what you paid for. I wasn't quite ready to fork over 100 euros more or less for one of those yet. So I looked what was uh, available uh, locally and checked out YouTube to find some clips of some test recordings of the microphones I wanted to buy. And that at least gave me an idea of the maximum quality I could ever hope to achieve with that particular microphone. I settled on the Behringer microphone, the C3 which is a lower-end microphone, but still, according to me, works pretty well. It's the one you're hearing right now. This microphone is a condenser microphone, which um, in short means that it needs uh, phantom power in order to operate. It is connected to the rest of the system using an XLR connector, which is a connector which has three pins. Uh, two signal pins uh, over which you can send the differential signal and the ground pin. Now condenser microphone needs uh, power in order to uh, operate. So they invented phantom power which means that they put a 48, 48 volt signal on both signal pins. So the difference between each of the sig signal pins and the ground pin is 48 volt. However, you are sending a differential signal over the cable and it's differ differential signal between the two signal pins which are both 48 volts themselves, so the difference is about zero, so you can actually measure the actual signal. There are some other types of microphones, for example a dynamic microphone which works more or less like speaker but in reverse. There is another type of microphone which is the ribbon microphone which works on the principles of electric induction. And since the actual signal level of a normal microphone is about 50 millivolts if I recall correctly, trying to ramp up the signal uh, pins uh, up to 48 volt in one go can actually damage those kinds of microphones. So I got a condenser microphone which needed a uh, phantom power. I got myself a little phantom power supply box also by Behringer which is a PS400 which 
works. It has a XLR input for the microphone and another XLR input on the other side for the rest of the equipment. I got myself a cable uh, from XLR to a regular jack uh, mono because it's a mono signal. Um, and I already had a connector myself which uh, turned that into a normal uh, mini jack connector which you can actually plug into the computer. So I got all that and I plugged it into my uh, lining connection and nothing. Well, not really nothing, um, but uh, there was something of a signal far, far away in the noise, which I could somehow maybe connect as coming out of my mic, coming into my microphone, but mm, certainly nothing better than the five dollar uh, headset I mentioned earlier. Plugging it into the uh, microphone connector didn't help much either because the microphone connector of a computer uh, works different than a normal mono signal. Uh, the mini jack connector which you use for the microphone has the tip sending the signal as a normal con uh, mono connection does and the sleeve is connected to the ground but the ring which uh, is usually the opposite uh, on a balanced connection or uh, the other channel in case of a stereo connection is a 5 volt signal over which there are 5 volts so that's not doing much either so I did some research and it turned out that the microphone needed a microphone preamp uh, preamp is usually found on amplifiers and lucky me uh, I had an Electro uh, Pro 127 which had a microphone input with a microphone preamp. So instead of plugging the microphone directly into the computer, I now plugged it into the microphone in of my Electro mixer and put the recording out signal from the Electro into the line in signal on my computer, pumped the volume all the way to the max, and it actually worked. However, I didn't reach my goal just yet. The sound was pretty distorted and the output from my $5 microphone was still better than my increasingly expensive setup which I have uh, obtained to replace it. So I did some more research and some measurements with a friend of mine and uh, eventually decided to make yet another purchase which is a Phonic AM55, which is another uh, mixer. Um, the Electro uh, itself is a mixer, but it is primarily a DJ mixer, and the microphone input is not really uh, meant for recording purposes, whereas the uh, Phonic AM55 is more suited to it and actually has a XLR input, so it can uh, accept the differential signal which is actually sent over the XLR cable. And it is the system you are hearing right now. It was a great improvement over the Electro because uh, where before I could barely hear myself talk if I was pretty close to the microphone. Uh, whereas with the Phonic I could actually walk into another room, close the door, talk and still hear it on my recording. From the AM55 the signal then goes into the Creative XFi USB device which I uh, got from my father. It works 
pretty well in my opinion. It works with Linux, so yay. Um, but it is the next uh, item on my list to replace. Uh, it only has uh, one stereo input which I sneakily use as a dual mono input by panning the signal of the microphone hard to the left and the input on uh, of a line input, for example uh, my guitar, hard to the right and record the two signals as mono, which works quite well. From that I uh, input it into my computer via the USB cable and I record it in Ardor. I'm actually running the beta version of Ardor 3 and while I'm still developing the process because I don't really understand everything in Ardor just quite yet let me give you a run through of how I use it. At the top you have uh, a stop start record back forward a metronome button and some other ones I don't quite understand and in the middle and the bottom you have uh, the master you have the tracks you have the master track which is the output in essence and under that you can put multiple tracks at the moment I'm usually using only the microphone channel but in some cases I when I'm recording my guitar I have uh, a direct output from the guitar which I can also plug into my phonic mixer and I do the pen left pen right trick I described earlier and I also record it on my microphone so I have two recordings of the sa same instruments and I can later combine them together next up is uh, my favorite at the moment which is the mix uh, menu which you can get by pressing alt M and then you get pretty much a mixer interface you have uh, all your channels which you also have when you look at uh, the main menu and you have also the master channel at uh, the right the hard right but um, you have uh, the fader which is the little thing you can pull up and down and uh, control the volume with you have uh, effects which you can insert into the path before you uh, activate the fader and you have uh, input uh, effects so you can input after the fader uh, when you right click within, within that black box you can uh, insert new plugins and you have a favorites menu which is uh, at default it's empty but you can manage it with the plugin manager thingy and then there's a list by the creator and by category and well, it's, there's all kinds of stuff there. Well, actually, with Ardor itself, there's nothing. But it interfaces with the uh, Lutzpa plugins. Uh, and, well, under Fedora and, I guess, uh, Ubuntu, uh, they automatically install those plugins when you install Ardor. I suggest you just get all the plugins you can get. Because even after six months, I still don't have any plugins which I really like and use all the time. Um, so, experiment, give it a try, if you want to record, well, that's how you do it, just go. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. 
Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons, Attribution, Share Alike, 3.0 license.